Hello everybody and welcome back to the Anpon. This is now episode 7 and today we are talking about being a young ant YouTuber and a young ant keeper in general. Now, before we go directly into the podcast, I would like to say that I know the podcast have been lagging a little bit. Um, it's been a bit hard to schedule, plus I have got some leaf cutters and, well, time has been a bit limited. So therefore, I think the podcast will, for now, just be every two weeks um, and depending on how busy I am with life and everything. But to help us understand how everything works around being a young ankeeper and and YouTuber, I've invited the Urban Ankeeper and Stance and on the podcast. The Urban Ankeeper is a YouTuber with around 400 subscribers and have been making YouTube for around two years. Say hello, Oliver. Hello. Hello. So uh, now two years is quite some time, but um, well, well, time is relative. So how old are you today? Uh, at the moment, I am 14. And yeah, that, that fits perfectly into the uh, young YouTuber category. Now, together with Oliver, we also have Stan. Now, Stan is a YouTuber with around 50 subscribers and have been making YouTube for four months. Say hello, Stan. Hello. Now, at the time of writing the script, I actually didn't know how old you were. But if my cal calculations are correct, you should be around the same age. Um, how old are you, Stan? Uh, yeah, I'm 14 as well. Yeah, I would like I would like to clap myself on the shoulder because um yeah, I remembered that back when I wrote the script. Quite 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 crazy. Um but yeah, you you're both the same age, so um that's why I asked you both to join this podcast because well you have the same kind of problems without with well making YouTube and priorities and school and life and everything. Um but we're going to start with uh, Oliver. Uh, you've had quite a break on YouTube, but you've recently started once again. Can you share why you took a break? Um, the, the reason I took a break was that, you know, um, before the break I was making videos, you know, every week, one after the other, and I just kept feeling that I was making, making things that shouldn't have been, like, full-length videos, like, into videos, I felt like that, that there wasn't really enough to make videos while, you know, still keeping their integrity and quality, so I, I stopped, um, yeah, because I felt that I wasn't doing the best job that I could. Yeah, I mean that is a really reasonable. That is the that's the bad thing about trying to make a video every week. You just kind of, well, personally, I often have to just push myself, and not really being a hundred percent happy with the end result, but still happy enough to publish it. So, and it's even harder with um, you know just just four colonies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Um, but we also have Stan, and well. Stan, you're also on a break, and actually you're, you're on quite a long break, and um, why, how, how can that be? Uh, well, at the moment, I am in the, like, in the middle of recording a video on my Campanotus nicoparensis. So I haven't had the time to edit the videos, upload them, and get all the uh, clips in, because of mostly school, uh, and then obviously having to do homework from the school. And I've also got other hobbies which kind of get in the way of what I like when I'm trying to do my ant keeping. And uh, when I am into like fully focused on my ants, I don't really have the sense of wanting to film. I kind of just want to watch the ants myself and kind of film it in my head and put it onto my computer without actually having to get out my phone and film them and like edit them. It's like there's some moments I've seen which I wish I could show people because of how cool it was but 
yeah, I'm in a break mostly because of school, but and and lack of motivation. Yeah, but apart from that, yeah, I'm gonna try and start uploading again. So you're saying this with you? You have missed this moment you would like to record. What what is your motivation for making YouTube and not just being an anchor? Uh, well, I make YouTube. To, uh, I like I love the feedback, the comments. I think are one of the biggest reasons why I like carry on making videos, and especially uh, when it's a comment for someone who I like look up to. Uh, for instance, you, Anne Oliver, uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get what you feel. I, I, I mean, people ask why I do it. It's hard. I just, I want. I won't. It is. It is actually really hard because over over the years, I've actually lost kind of the reason why I do it. I, I just do it. I mean, I, I enjoy it, but but I just do it. <laughs> and I also do it to show everyone, kind of like to show off, pretty much, the ants I have. And then if I can show my ants, then I can also watch other people show their ants off. And then, I, oh, that's cool. Like, I can get these ants and then I'll show them and they'll be like, oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah. What, what about you, Oliver? Um, what's your well motivation to just keep going? Well, um, my motivations have sort of changed ac- across the two years that I've been making videos. Um, being completely honest originally, um, I, I had an idea in my head that I was going to make videos for like, you know, two or three months and suddenly I would have millions of subscribers and lots of money and all the colonies <laughs> I could ever want. And then, and you know, I'm also quite interested in, in like um, cameras and like film production. So I thought I'll be able to buy like this huge camera and yeah. But, um, you know, as time went on, I realized that, you know, how much hard work you have to put in. And um, and it pivoted away from that uh, into what Stan was talking about. You know the you know the the, the comments and the likes, and just um, engaging with the community, because it's a really great feeling to you know put hours into a video every week, and then have have the people in the comments saying, you know th- this was a great video. I enjoyed it, especially you know um, as Stan was saying, if it's people you look up to. It's it is I'm, I'm, I must agree it is amazing just reading feedback when especially when you have worked hard on a movie on a on a video and it just it just turns out the way you want and you just get a lot of feedback and that is that is amazing part of well making videos too for people to watch yeah the video I'm working on at the moment it's it's quite hard to edit because I because I'm having to go through like forty minutes of of, of just me ranting. Pretty much, and and I've had to like persuade myself to do it, you know, thinking of the end product. But yeah, it, it can get hard. Yeah. Yeah, I know we'll go a bit more into this video a bit later, as it is mm. um, just just a little bit controversial of what <laughs> what I have been understanding. Um, but Stan, do you have a long time goal with YouTube? Um, is it fun or is there like more behind it? Uh, well, I started it, uh, like for fun to document my ants but uh if i like it's very uh, unlikely but i'm still going to uh, like look and think on uh get like just become i have a nice community uh to document my ants with 
but nothing like huge. I don't really want to be like four million subscribers and like walk past everyone. And, oh, you're that guy. Because like if I, if I was making money from it, I mean, that's perfect because then I could put more money into getting better equipment. But apart from that, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on the same page. I agree. What about uh, what about you, Oliver? What's your long time goal with YouTube? Um, my my long term goal is is to just continue making videos that I would personally want to watch. Because um, well, when I started making videos, I, I was thinking like, um, what 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 gap is there to fill in? you know, in and keeping YouTube and personally, like, uh, I like comedy videos, I, I think a lot of people do, and and I just wasn't seeing that much um, in, the, in the way of con content creators, uh, you know, m making effort for, like, ha having funny aspects in their videos, so I was like, great, I'll, 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 just, I'll just do that. Yeah, and I must say, you are succeeding with it quite a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah some always... videos more than others. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I've always wanted to be, I just want to be myself when I'm recording. Just if I make any weird things, I'm just going to keep it in because it's a bit more funny. But I remember I had the same talk with Ants Britannia once that it's it's easy to get a video where you're just quite stiff and you want to be a little bit more relaxed and, and fun. And I'm glad that you can help bring bring that well forward. Now, I must ask, um, Personally, when I lived with my parents, I wasn't allowed to keep ants. And since you're both 14, I'm expecting you're both to well, live at home. Um, can you share some tips for new generations of ant keepers? Like what, what did you say to your parents to allow it? And is there any, is there any special things you did starting with uh, Oliver? Uh, I, I made a PowerPoint for a presentation <laughs> okay. for, for my parent for my parents. Um, the the biggest thing that I find parents are worried about is that is that they think that you know there'll be ants running rampant around the house, so you have to really stress to them like the like the talcum powder barrier thing and like show them videos of it working. Um, beyond that, uh, my parents weren't really too bothered as long as it was just like one room where they were and they couldn't get out of their setup, they were fine with it. Yeah, you you heard her here first. You gotta make a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. It's commitment. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What about what about you, Stan? What is uh, what's your secret to keeping ants at such young age? Uh, well, I was uh about, I think, seven years old, and my dad, he's he's me. We we've got a good relationship, and he's quite into, like ants, insects, and millipedes and stuff like that and then I remember asking him because I'd watched Ants Canada and at that time I was like oh he's cool I wish I could have fire ants and like these big setups and then I remember I got this uh Lacey's Niger uh setup which I can say they're not alive today but um <laughs> we, we had them in this little test tube and uh I lost interest in them after like a month but uh, I got back into it after a while, uh, when I was about 10, I think, uh, after seeing more videos with different ant YouTubers, and I just was like, to my dad, I think my mum wasn't particularly okay with it, she was like, I mean, what if they escape, and stuff like that, but my dad, he was like, oh yeah, sure, uh, this, and then he, I always used to try and teach him the names, 
and then he'd be like, ah, oh, Campanotta's Wawa. Um, but yeah, I think I've got quite lucky with try uh, with my being able to keep ants. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you both you both really missed the part of the question there, struggling to being allowed, and you you both just pretty much got allowed. Uh, anyway, if you have some tips for what what you what would you suggest? Well, other people that have difficulties well getting getting ants at home, except for just making a PowerPoint. What would you what would you say to their parents? Uh well maybe you could like show them uh what Oliver said as like the the talcum powder the talcum powder barrier showing that it works even with these big colonies you could show them uh oh yeah it's not it's only like a small test tube they'll be fine there'll be no escapees and and if like you see one you can take them away they're relatively cheap I'll be doing something interesting not on my computer game all day so yeah yeah all, all good points anything uh, more to add Oliver um not really I think I think Stan did a pretty good job of that well perfect and um, we have a few viewer questions uh, and if you do want to submit any of these viewer questions it's over on the Anputs Instagram where I make a few stories here and there about well the upcoming interviews and that is why you have you the opportunity to ask some questions. So we have a question from Gecko Ants who asked, what is your favorite species you've kept so far? Starting with Stan. Well, if you asked me this question like two months ago, I would have gone with Mesa Barbaros. But recently, like the bigger they get, well, especially as a founding colony, uh, they're just stressed so easily. And it just aggravates me because then like the queen starts running out the, into the outworld when you're just oh it just was such a pain but now i think my all-round favorite colony uh, and species ever it's got to be the campanotus nicobarensis and that is because <sighs> i was gonna say I that, that? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're allowed to say the same same thing but uh yeah yeah uh well it's them being an exotic species which adds more excitement to the colony and um, them growing so quickly it's it's crazy it's like the quickest growing species I know and I would like every day now there's still like I think 20 workers uh, but I would put in like a bit of meat I have they would eat the whole thing like oh they would eat so quickly and they they devour so much food and they grow so quickly that is why I think they're my favorite It's all. It's always fantastic when you can hear the excitement in the voice of an innkeeper. That's 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 always amazing. Um, but Oliver, what? Um, well, you, you you spoiled it a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. But but uh, go on. Tell tell the full story about around it. Well, um, actually, uh, you might not know this. It, it, it's a uh, Campanotus nicobarensis. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I I I just think that they're pretty much the perfect ant species. I, you know, um, the the combination of, of how they look, how quickly they grow, uh, the fact that they'll pretty much eat everything. Um, you know, I've put ham in there, I've put chicken in there, mealworms, fruit flies, you know, loads of different stuff, and they'll and they'll just always eat it. Um, I think if I got more species, I'd probably, you know, reevaluate reevaluate um, my answer. But 
you know, Campanotus, Nico, Brentsis, compared to, you know, Lacius, Niger, Flavus, and Marble Carubra, and Mesa Barbarus. It's just, it's, it's taking all the good aspects out of them and putting it into one species event. Would you then recommend starting with Campanotus, Nico, Brentsis, or do you think you should still start with the basics, uh, Flavus, or Niger's? If I'm honest, I, I, I think Campanotus, Nico, Brentsis is a great starter species because often um you know beginner ant keepers can lose interest very quickly uh when they um you know you know when they catch their lacius niger or flavus queen and then they have to wait you know almost almost a year um after that you know factoring in hibernation and everything to actually get a colony you know above 30 or 40 workers whereas campanotus nico brentsis sure you may have to uh, you know, get get a heating mat or, or, or and maybe, you know, factor in a bit more cost in terms of, you know, going through nests. But you'll have, a, you know, you'll have a colony, you know, close to 500 workers within a year. And I think that's much more interesting to watch develop. Also, one thing I'm going to add to that is, uh, like, they're, they're, like, the opposite of stressy. They're, like, quite a hardy species, if, like, that's a word, because... I remember uh, if I were to accidentally move the test tube, the queen would like maybe move a bit and the workers might move a bit, but they won't go out like crazy. They won't be like running out their test tube and uh, and they're the perfect size. I think uh, they're not yeah. they're not so big that uh, like Campanotus herculinus or something like that, but they're they're like the perfect size. They're not too small. They're like a bit bigger than like medium, and they're just they're just amazing. Yeah, I, I think um, that, that there is like a lot of a lot of value in oh, there's a lot of value in having a in having a um, a slower growing species that you need to hibernate and um, and and like spend and spend like a lot of time and have a lot more patience to raise. But I, I just don't think that's a very good that's a very good starting option. I think um far too many people either start with a really slow growing species or um you know people who watch ants canada starting with a really fast growing species like i don't know fire ants or something i think people should sort of start in the middle and then um uh you know as they get more colonies sort of go a little bit slower and a little bit faster yeah i definitely agree i made a video script once for why you shouldn't start by keeping Campanotus just because they are just such so slow in this beginning until I realized, well, Campanotus are not slow, just European Campanotuses are really slow. And therefore that video never saw the light. Um, but yeah, I would just add on what Stan said with, with them being quite, well, they, they, they can take quite a lot. I am, um, I moved them out of my, they currently live in a aesthetic ants mini outworld where they have two test tubes. Both of the test tubes are running dry in water and they need to move into a nest. So I disconnected the two test tubes, opened the lid on the mini outworld, and uh, yeah, they didn't do anything. I gave them the light, they didn't do anything, and I don't know, now, now they're just in a dry test tube in the light without moving. So Have you put uh, a heat cable under the other nest? No, not currently, but that's mainly because it's 25 degrees in here because I have to heat my room for my leaf cutters. Mm. Else oh, I can't yeah. see what's yeah. going on inside. That works every time for me if I want to move them. They won't move for light. Uh, well, they would, but their heat 
uh, they would move, like if I were to move the cable, you could see they move to the outside of the nest, or if I'm trying to move them out, they'll move, yeah. Uh, my Nicobrensis moved from uh, their Osant's, uh, like, founding nest to a Ankit nest uh, within about, like, two hours when I had the heat mat on. Uh, I was really surprised to come in, because I set up my camera, like, um, to, to film to film the Osant's nest, and then I uncovered it, and I was like, whoa, we're all the ants, so I had to go in and, like, reset up my camera, because I just didn't expect them to move in that fast. Yeah, I've, I'm thinking of moving the setup into a non-heated room, just so I can heat the new nest and make them move. And um, I'm getting closer and closer to actually doing this, but uh, we're clearly... Well, all three of us keep um, Nicobrensis, which, which is quite amazing. It's a, it's a great species. Now, going on towards the next question. Uh, well, Stan, you are a fairly new ant-keeper, and Oliver, you have kept ants for around two years. But how many species do you keep, starting with Stan? Well, um, I've recently either given my species... Because I kept quite a lot of species, which I didn't publish on my YouTube or social media just because I just didn't, I kind of wanted them to be mine, and like, like it's just one of my own personal colonies, and I got rid of a few of them, so I had this Myrmica, not Myrmica, uh, no, yeah, Myrmica nodis colony uh, in this nice terrarium, but um, I moved them, and I, I don't have them anymore. Uh, but at the moment, I've got my Campodontus nicobarensis, I've got Laceus niger, Laceus flavus, uh, and Cambonotus nicobarensis, and a really small uh, acorn ant, which is Temothorax something. Yeah, Temothorax. Yeah, something. that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, in this little jar with a acorn, and then it's got. I have to soak them with water quite a lot in the cotton, and it's quite, it's quite stressful. But yeah. Didn't didn't they escape? Uh, they did. Uh, but they literally they moved to the corner of my shelf, which was being cut hold because I realised I put them in too big of a nest. Because uh, they're quite they obviously live in small acorns in the wild, um, and I had them in this like pretty not big nest, but for them it was huge, and they all moved into this small corner of my shelf, and all I had to do was kind of scoop them up and put them in this uh, little jar thing. Yeah, so so again, for all of those listening who may use this video or podcast as a reference on uh, how to start keeping ants, yeah, don't get small species at least. <laughs> if if I could get rid of one of my species right now, it'd be them because they would. I put them in this uh, the ant lady nest. I like they had these little ventilation holes at the top. I put all glue on it. I put everything. I put not not glue. Uh, uh, blue tack. I put blue tack on the top. I had done everything, and still they managed to escape. And I've still, to this day, uh, at the moment I've got my Campanotus nicobarensis in them, but to this day I still don't know how they escaped. And it's kind of worrying me because uh, I don't think my, my Campanotus nicobarensis are way too big for like for them to escape. But they're still, it was just quite a strange thought to me because they could escape, even though I covered up all the possible holes that they could escape from yeah i don't really like small ants like um i i, I got my um i had a fedole polygula colony about about a year ago and i remember opening up and 
opening them up and looking at the lockers and thinking, is that it? I was actually a bit disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. Uh, I, I When I got my Fidoli Pierli also just tiny hands, I was just... Yeah, it was okay, but you just don't get the same relationship because you, you just can't see what's going on. Mm. So so when I got a, when I got offered yellow crazy hands and just uh, black yellow crazy hands... What? <laughs> Not yellow, <laughs> uh, black crazy hands. Um, so when I got offered them and started doing a little bit of research and heard they were like two millimeters... Just uh, threw it to the side and said, "No, uh, a bit, a bit too small for my taste." You just really don't get the same relationship with them. At least I don't. And they can escape. Uh, and they can escape, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what about you, Oliver? Are you, um, you, you keep a few species. Uh, what and how many? Uh, so I keep four species at the moment. Uh, though I have five colonies, uh, those four species are Campanotus nicobrensis, Mesobarbarus, uh, Laceus niger, Laceus flavus, and Mumcaruba. That's five. No, it's not four. Five. <laughs> <laughs> but this little colonies, and I'm still forgetting. Yeah, it's uh, it's always the test tube colonies. You just uh, you just get them. At least I do. Um. But yeah, Oliver, you have been uh, you've been making YouTube for around two years. Did you um, when you got into ankeeping? Did you then start straight away with recording your first video, or how long did it go before you started well making videos of your ants? Um, I, I I think it was around three or four months of ankeeping before I thought of uh, making YouTube videos, uh, and and I did initially want to. Um, because I had a Mamakarubra colony to start off with, which are now dead, and I was, I, I wasn't keeping them very well, and, and in a sense, I, like, I, I was ashamed of what everyone else would think when I was making videos of, of these Mamakarubra, so I didn't, so I didn't start, uh, and then I got a Laceus Niger colony, and, and that's when I started. Yeah, I must say, looking back at my, my old uh, Mesobarbarus, video on all the things I did wrong it is really cringy but I mean you le- you learn from your mistakes but holy moly I tried all the mistakes I could find out there I had that too um, with there's like like silly things like I don't know maybe not watering them and then like bang they're dead like it's just I remember like looking back it's just so embarrassing but it's something that you can learn and then other ant keepers don't have to go through it yeah, it's it's so cringy because I, I I recently watched it, and the setup was starting to mold. So I said to myself, I'm not gonna water the setup. And then in the next video, okay, so I can see that my ants are really thirsty. They keep drinking uh, water, so I decided to water the setup once more. And uh, now it's really, really, really moldy. <laughs> it's just a, it's a, it's those small things. If if you say don't water the setup due to the mold, uh, then then don't water the setup due to the mold. Yeah, you need to get because yourself a cleanup crew. You know, the, the, the yeah. mysopods and springtails. Yeah, the, the the main problem was just I used a cork nest for a mesor, and mesor needs quite high humidity, and cork nests are quite dry. Especially if it's, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't use isopods or, like, springtails, for example, uh, in a nest which, like, isn't from a terrarium, because I just, I personally, I don't think that's, like, right, because they don't have anywhere to... You know, like make a little house. Yeah, so you would rather have a natural setup. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
but they're a pain sometimes, like watering and yeah, stuff like that. Mold. Do 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 you have any natural setup stand? Uh, yes, I do, but it's not in use of anything. I've just kind of I recently made one, uh, like kind of not I not really any theme. I just kind of like a foresty type theme. I've got a bit of moss. I've got uh, leaves. I'm having a look actually. Uh, yeah, there it's it's I made it and I haven't put anyone or any ants in it yet because I kind of give it a couple weeks for it to kind of make its own uh kind of get used to itself yeah. before i introduce ants yeah it gotta have that mold period or something can't i'm not an expert on that part um but but this this is getting me a question uh oliver you of course have your well, i think you actually also moved your flowers into a natural setup at least to have your your rupa how many natural setups do you have now and do you like a natural setup more than uh well, uh, normal setup. Uh, I have I have four natural setups now. Um, I have the one for my Mamacarubra, um, two for my uh, Laceus flavus colonies, which are hibernating now, and one um, said a half half natural setup for my um, for my Laceus niger. The Laceus niger were in a tubs and tubes setup, and I just decided to throw some um, some mosses in. And they'll like some springtails and isopods like on the mosses, so it's got its own like a uh, little ecosystem going on now. Um, as, as to whether like I prefer one or the other, I I think it's really hard because um because I'm a big fan of plants. I have you know if, if you watch my videos you, you'll you'll see uh, you know I I have a plant right next to me in, on my in desk. In your face. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. In, in my your face. face. Such a cool room. You've got you've got plants everywhere. It's it's so it's cool. It's really cool. I wish I'd know. Yeah, yeah. There's a surprising amount of plants outside that you can just like take cuttings of and start growing. Um. So, yeah, I I think there's a big benefit of having you know a non-natural setup of being able to to like see inside. Um, I I think. I think a project in like the next year of ant keeping will be trying to do some sort of like combination nest uh, where it would be like uh, say an acrylic nest or like one of the aesthetic ants 3d printed nests but i'll you know put soil in and soil in and mosses and you know and you know see how that works yeah it would be it would be interesting to buy a, a large nest and fill it up with with dirt and stuff like that, and then move a small colony into it and see how how they they would react. Yeah, yeah, I kind of fear with that though that they wouldn't um, tunnel like close to the light, and it would just look like it's full of dirt. Uh, that's true. That's true. And that is why I don't have natural setups. I, I always fail. Um, Stan, you have something on your mind. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, the I think Ant Scandinavia did something like that with a he stuck a piece of wood or something for I think it was polyracus species or something and it you could see you've got the natural nest and you've also got the you can see inside it's quite cool uh not sure oh yeah yeah i think i remember that was it like like a coconut was it a coconut or something he had he had them in i remember it was like hollow and it was up against the glass it's really cool i like the idea mm. of it I must say, uh, I, I can't exactly remember this video you're referring to, but um, Stan, 
we never got around to asking you, did you straight away start to document your ants when you got them? And of course, it's a bit hard because you've kept ants over multiple times. But the last time you got your ants, did you straight away got it, get into recording? Or did it take a little bit of time before you started making YouTube? Uh, well, I mean, if I can remember, I started uh, ant keeping, like, properly, like, actually thinking about it, like, 10, 11, and then I had a huge break, and then until I was about 13, I think, so about a year ago, I started fully ant keeping again, and this time I had more motivation to, to, like, get cooler species and make actual, have nice species this time, and be, and, like, because I've learned from all my mistakes from last year, so I was like, okay, this time it's gonna go well, and it's and, and it didn't go great at the start because I did, like did rookie mistakes, but uh, I I got it like I got everything, and I was doing it was going well, and then I was like, hmm, I've seen lots of new YouTubers, so I think Antscapes was just starting up at this time, or I'd just seen him on my recommended. And I was like, oh yeah. So I think he was one of the uh, one of the people who were to inspire me to start making videos. And so were you, Anna Oliver. Actually, uh, I watched the first video I watched with you was the uh, the make no the releasing the Mamakarubra in the the setup with that crashed plane little. Uh, oh, a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> and then then I was like, okay, I can start making videos. And then I I didn't but then uh i was introduced to new species and then i was like okay i'm gonna start making videos and then i did and then here i am today <laughs> yeah not making videos <laughs> yeah not making videos yeah. but yeah. i'm going to <laughs> I'll, I'll get there i'm just especially i've uh, i'm on my half term break right now so i could i will have more time because i'll be inside all day or go out with my friends someday but i will be able to and by, okay, I'm making a promise to everyone listening, two weeks' time, there will be a video out. And that means one week, because it's one week ahead of uh, the podcast release. Yes, police. yes, so, one week, so, yeah, yeah, one week. Yeah. And one week, good, good. Oh, and I'll I should also add that. that oh, oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll keep on messaging you. Have you finished? Good thing. All, all who's listening to this podcast, let's just get the correct date. Um, Stance and will be publishing a video on the 4th of... November. So if he hasn't, um, we'll also all all go and, uh, oh, and spam him. Okay, yeah. I'll set an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> but this question, um, this uh, um, did you straight away start to make your videos? Is a question that is built on David Sukik's question. So um, thank you for asking that. But let's a little bit go back to you being young and you being YouTubers. Um, what would you say is the biggest struggle? The biggest struggle with being an end YouTuber. We've of course talked a little bit about priorities, but is it just time or is there, well, anything more than that, um, starting with Stan? Uh, well, especially as a young ant keeper, I mean, I don't have a job yet, so that's also like an advantage, but like there'll be a time in a couple of years time where I am getting my first job, which will be even less time to make videos. But the biggest, I say biggest struggle it's got to be school and work, not work, but school and homework. Uh, but I think 
that's kind of a general that's a general struggle for most hobbies school homework school homework sleep there's not much obviously the weekends but then I've got that's kind of my break time that's like my break from working and that's kind of oh that's two days I should relax but then oh, I've got to make a video you know so obviously it's not ideal but I think I'd rather be a young ant keeper without a job than for someone like you Ant Oliver I know you're an electrician is that right yeah yeah, yeah. apprentice electrician yeah. yeah it must be quite stressful yeah you've got not like do you have much time making I'm asking you questions now but do you have much time <laughs> it's okay this is a bit more relaxed the podcast uh, yeah I, I, I think I edit around one to two hours every day once I get home from work and then I have around one to two hours before heading back to bed so well with with eating breakfast and everything uh, the, the good thing is once I'm in the mood of editing it the time flies and it's fun yeah but you getting get into home like and the being, flow yeah yeah that's that's the good part but getting home being tired and thinking about yeah now it's time to go in and start recording and whatnot it could yeah, be hard sometimes mm. sometimes you just want to you know sit down and uh, sleep and not actually make a video but i just want to get it out i started to work um when i was 15 so you only have around a year before that's not an excuse anymore also, looking at both of you, um, but uh, Oliver, what would you say is your biggest biggest struggle as a young and YouTuber? Yeah, I think it's a hundred percent time. Uh, you, you know, um, balancing, you know, being able to do, you know, school and homework, and knowing that, you know, uh, personally, I'm going into GCSEs uh, this year, which is um, which is like a a fairly big exam uh, in in Britain. Uh, so balancing, you know, being, you know, being committed to school, like getting good grades, uh, doing, doing ant keeping stuff, and and also, you know, um, being able to to be there, you know, for for friends, because because I think too often I I come home and either, and and I do like an hour of YouTube and then an hour, and then you know however much however much uh, homework I have and then the rest of my time just goes to YouTube or when it's important to, to you know spend time with family and friends and stuff as well yeah definitely it you it just it takes a long time making videos um, but I think we should go on to the next question which is a little bit on that long time because you have you have quite a video planned Oliver and we have Avalon Ants who asked, can you reveal some upcoming videos? And this is a little bit pre-recorded, so well, by the time this video may already have published. But, um, well, Oliver, what is your upcoming video? Yeah, so my, my upcoming video that's been released like a week ago when you're watching this uh, is a video. <laughs> oh, 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 now now we can hear, now we can. Um, so what date is this releasing, you're saying? You're, you're, uh, I'm guessing this, this is, is uh, the fourth, 24th. This is releasing, uh, yeah, the twenty fourth this Sunday. Um, so you better you, you better always go in and watch it after this because it's yeah. very clearly available. Yeah, I, I I keep I keep feeling like um, well, like like it's too long and people. Yeah, it's it, it like scares me the thought of like putting so much work into something and then people not really 
listening just because it's long and there's like a lot that I have to say. But uh, can you can you share a little bit about what it's about? Uh, yeah, so um, um, that there's uh, I think a lot of ant keepers now know about the we don't approve movement started by aesthetic ants, and that's what sort of drew, um, drew my attention to lights camera ants, um, and I, I, this this is a bit of a controversial take, but I feel like people in ant keeping are too mean to the wrong people like um like, like a lot of experienced ant keepers what will um you know sort of not really take new uh new ant keepers questions that seriously and then you know whenever whenever lights camera ants or ants canada does like does like a live feeding or you know kills one of their colonies for views um that they, they, they'll they will disapprove of it but they'll just like message each other and be like oh that's a horrible thing to do and and won't actually you know come out and and, and say something about it yeah so so i feel like um this video is like the embodiment of like the the like like the community's feelings towards lights camera ants and ants canada that they don't want to say yeah i must say i um i fall under that exact thing we don't want because i do often think well this is not this is not too good but then again if i ever were to interview well mikey i can't just have a video saying i hate you <laughs> so so that's the struggles i really want to go out and be honest but if i want to if, if you don't want to close all your opportunities you also have to will be a bit quiet but that's the, that's that's why it's good we have you and ea you can uh, you can go out and push a little bit on the boundaries yeah like um the, the, there's there's very little chance anyway that I'll ever get to you know meet with Ants Canada or talk to him, so 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 why should I worry about um you know you know how I come off to him because because what I'm saying you know as far as I think it's it, it it's it's the truth like yeah. yeah it's not like you're it's not like you're talking behind his back just saying what people don't want to say. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not like it's not like oh g- gossip about about Ants Canada. It it's you know it's taking stuff that Lights Camera Ants and Ants Canada have done, and and you know holding them accountable for it when when other people won't won't really do that. Yeah, I must say I'm really looking forward to seeing this video. Uh, looking looking forward to hearing you and your well thoughts. Um, so Stan, do you have any? Well, upcoming videos you can reveal. You have talked a little bit about the Nicobarensis, maybe a formicarium video about the natural formicarium. Uh, is there any upcoming videos you want to reveal? Uh, well, I mean, I was going to make a video on me making that natural setup because I like showing off on what I can do, like to make it like different layers of this, like the dirt. Uh, but really, I I'm not. As as a person, like in general as well, I'm not like, I I kind of just like I don't really know how to word it. But I kind of just go with the flow on what's going on around me, and I like for an example for YouTube, I don't have. I need to start writing down video ideas when I get them off the top of my head because I'll I'll have a great video idea. Okay, I can do this, and then I'll just forget it the next morning. Yeah, I I I learned it a while ago that you just you just have to note it down as soon as you get it. Because you can't remember. <laughs> so yeah, Campanotus nicobarensis, 
that video, uh, you know, next next week or yeah, next week for, by this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on, on the fourth of October, oh no, November. <laughs> the most annoying part is I've just I'm starting to get back into recording again after my little small break. Um, it's hibernation, and that is quite a dry, not a dry. I mean, it is a dry period for ant content. Uh, well, there's EA could release some new, new nests. Like that's perfect time for making new nests, I think. Uh, and the the prices of ants uh, they shoot up are during hibernation because there's no like new ant keepers. There's, there's no supply of ants coming in. Uh, except for exotic ants, uh, but yeah, I've I've kind of not really planned that well. Uh, it, it's it's um it's been kind of stressful going from you know looking at my YouTube studio statistics and and seeing like oh being on track for you know five hundred subs by the end of the year to like not being on track at all because they're just it isn't isn't as much interest as they used to be. So I'm I'm shifting more to like other styles of videos, like criticizing people. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, but yeah. uh, it's, you're not yeah. alone. All all YouTube and keeping YouTube statistics are just dead. I was um, when I started this year, I set a goal for two thousand subscribers. Uh, I had four hundred, and I thought it was completely impossible. And then during the summer, it just bloomed, and I got uh, around 150 a month, and I was just like, okay, oh wait, I got around 300 almost a, a month, and I was just like, okay, okay, it's happening for more than I would hit uh, more than 2,000, and now it's looking like it's just barely possible, um, but hopefully my leaf cutter will boost a little bit, but yeah, statistics are down doing hibernation. Yeah, uh, and and to like combat that, um, that, that that's a that's a teeny bit of the reason why what, what, what I'm making why I'm making uh, the Ants Canada LCA video uh, and because I'm like concerned about people you know not watching watching through it because it's long I, I've I've made I think quite possibly my best thumbnail and title ever and I think this is the best shot I've, I've probably had so far in my ant keeping uh, YouTube channel of getting a video that like not goes viral but is like picked up by the algorithm and yeah i just want to say this and canada and light camera ends they do risky stuff for views and now you are doing a video where you're exposing them for doing views because your views are down so you want to get some more views taking a risky stuff yeah yeah, i'm just gonna put it out there for everybody listening just uh yeah yeah we we know what you're doing (laughs) um but going on towards the final question of the podcast, it's already been 50 minutes, so time flies. Um, but personally, I don't know a single anchor within my, well, well, within the friends I have. Uh, and I've never done that, and I've never really talked with my hobbies too much. Uh, well, I shared, but well, I, I, as an apprentice electrician um, with old people, you don't really, they don't really have ants. Um, but you are young. Uh, do you know any? Do any of your friends have ants? Is it like something you talk about, or do you like keep it for yourself? Starting with Stan. Uh, well, I mean, I only really recently told my friends about um, like my ants. I think about a year ago because I, it's not really like 
I wouldn't say it's considered cool. Like, I wouldn't go up to people, oh, yeah, guess what? Oh, I keep ants. Ants? Like, uh, I, I think you were talking about this on one of the podcasts. I think Sid was. He was like, I really want ants to be one of those kind of cool species to keep. Because... Uh, yeah, like like the, how the reputation of like tarantulas or like having a snake is. Yeah, and then you'll be like, oh yeah, I have ants. You know, they wouldn't be like, whoa, you have ants. They're kind of like ants. You know, why ants? It's just. Yeah, hopefully it gets a little bit more mainstream, but the qu- the answers then you don't have any of your friends that also keeps ants. I mean, this nuptial flight. Uh, two of my friends. I. Two of them got uh, Lacey's Niger Queens, and one one of them's died. But the other one's actually doing quite well, and I'm quite proud of him. So, yeah, it's like being a father because they 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 always message me like, my queen isn't moving, and I'm like, this is, I'm not sure it might be dead, and then uh, and then boom. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta start somewhere. Uh, what about you, Oliver? Do, do you have any friends that are keeping ants? Yeah, well, um, I, I used to have two, because um, at the time when I was, you know, going into ant keeping, it was, um, it was like the first, like, few, few, um, few months of year seven, which is the first year of high school um, in England, and um, I go to a grammar school, which means, like, everyone else is really nerdy. So, so I was lucky enough to brainwash two of my friends into getting ants. <laughs> um, one of them um, got uh, got I think Mamacarubra, Laceus niger, I think some Tetramorium and Mesobarbarus, but then their parents threw them all the way because they Aww. were scared of them. Oh. Yeah, in- including the Mesobarbarus in in winter. In yeah. Uh, That's and then, sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was sad. Uh, and then the other one, that their first species was diacama, Asian bullet ants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Start starting off easy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think they still have them now, and and they're like up to nearly a thousand workers, and they feed them like Madagascar hissing cockroaches. As I, I don't, I don't know how they convince their parents into getting them. Why? Why start slow when you can just uh, start straight away? Yeah, yeah. It, it's like getting someone who's like never run before and forcing them to do a marathon. But is it then something you talk um, openly about, or is it something you still keep a little bit on the silent side? Um, pr- pretty much everyone in in my class and and quite a few people in my year know that know that I ha- that I am an ant keeper. More because of like my YouTube channel than than anything else, but um, you know I, I will talk openly about it with with, with some people, not with others, because like I, I feel like it alienates people that you haven't really spoken too much before <laughs> to come over and say, oh, and, and say all these like Latin species names that they have no idea what they mean, and yeah, yeah, I get that. I I was. You don't. It's a little bit hard just jumping out saying, "Yeah, by the way, I keep ants." It's just a. But I must say, it has been amazing having both of you on the show, and starting this podcast. We flew past the first few questions, and our schedule was too short. But we have hit the around one hour mark, so 
it's been just as I wanted. Um, but thank you both for being here on the show. Do you have any final words, Stan? Uh, I mean, you know, subscribe to the Urban Ant Keeper and me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and also subscribe to Ant Oliver. Ah, uh, thank you. But uh, me and the Urban Ant Keeper would be preferred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do your outro. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> okay. what, what about you, Urban Oliver? <laughs> Uh, I want to say, um, okay, <laughs> my parents just closed my door, I think I was talking too loud. <laughs> um, uh, I want to say thank you for having me on, um, you know, help out everyone's statistics uh, and, and subscribe to them. Yeah, yeah, I think it was great being on the podcast. And uh, one last thing, it's quite, it's quite cool having to like, Having an actual conversation to someone who knows, like, about ants and, like, you can, like, they're, like, you can, because at school I would be, uh, like, my friends, oh, uh, he makes fun of them, but, like, these all, like, not, not makes fun, but we have, like, jokes, he's like, have you caught the uh, laces Niger? And then, and, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got a couple of those. But now I'm, I'm openly speaking to you and it's, it's quite nice and... Especially being on a podcast with, like, a couple... When you started a podcast, I was like, this is amazing to listen to, like, on the way to school. And I was like, um, being on this podcast, it's like such a... Such a, like... It's so... I can't thank you, like, enough, because it's quite... It's quite, like... It feels so strange, you know? It's surreal, that's it. I must say, it's, I, I liked your second um, final words more than your first final words. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, I'm really happy and I'm, really, I'm really glad doing this podcast. It just takes out a lot of time and therefore I think we'll slow a little bit down. But um, it's been really amazing having both of you on the show. A little bit more relaxed than, um, well, because I could actually say some things compared to the last few podcasts. Well, it's been a bit more interview style. But yeah, I'm, I'm imagining you both have, uh, you both know the outro format. Yes, yes, right. yeah. Oh, brilliant. So for all of those who are not familiar, the outro format is the Ant Holfer style by, and it's the way to push our guest a little bit towards the awkward side by making them say bye in a uncomfortably high pitch, if possible. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna start with the Urban Ant Keeper, aka Oliver, and end with or and then stand and then end with me and Oliver. So yeah, are you two ready? Yes. Okay, Oliver. Bye. Stan. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and and Oliver. Bye. You 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 two went all in on this one. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I wanted it to be a big finale. Yeah yeah. Amazing absolutely. amazing. <laughs> well, that's incredible. <laughs>